Welcome to Five Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kaylee Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. So yesterday we had talked all about Jesus kind of prophecy into the future, him kind of looking at what was to come, the end times, and we don't really know when these things will happen. And Jesus told us himself that he doesn't know. The angels in heaven don't know. Only God the Father knows. So all he can do is warn us of what is to come. And so he gives us that warning. Keep watch. Don't be sleeping. Be on guard. And so now we're moving past Jesus' warning and we are looking at just before the Passover and the festival on unleavened bread. And so we are entering into Mark chapter 14, verses 1 through 11, which says, Now the Passover and the festival on unleavened bread were only two days away. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. While he was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, Why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. Leave her alone said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them anytime you want, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot one of the twelve went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this and promised to give him money. So he watched for an opportunity to hand him over. So this story is really complex. I know it seems simple. It seems like a story where this woman is just doing this beautiful thing to Jesus. She just pours out this perfume on him and it causes some disruption with others. And now I want us to really get this clear image because I think there's a lot of pieces at play here we see with these teachers of the law these Pharisees these chief priests that they want to betray Jesus but not right away they want to wait for the perfect timing so they're scheming and they're scheming and they're planning and but they know they can't do this unless they know where Jesus goes because up until this time Jesus has eluded them each and every time they have tried to arrest him, Jesus just happens to get away. So they're going to need someone on the inside, somebody to tell them where does Jesus go privately? Where does he go and pray? Where does he rest with his friends? Where does all of this happen? And so what do we see at the end of this? Judas is that person. And Judas isn't prompted into this. He goes straight into this. And so we can ask ourselves, why Judas? Why? Why, Judas, did you go to the chief priest? You followed Jesus. You were with Jesus for three years up until this point. Why all of a sudden did you go? And so that's why it's so important for us to read the scriptures, to read the other gospels, to get a kind of 
glimpse into why Judas might have done such a thing. And so we see this story also told in John and in Luke. And it says in John 12, verses 4 through 6, but one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As a keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. And so we can kind of see that Judas, he was angry. Not because this perfume filled the room and probably gave people headaches. I know when there's strong smells, I get a headache. And it's not because of this. Judas is mad because he can't skim the wages. This lady came with her whole savings account. People bought expensive perfumes like this, not necessarily to use this, but to secure their future. It was like a savings account. She spent her whole savings account on Jesus. And Judas is mad because he can't skim the top of that, because he can't skim the top of, it was a whole year's wages. Could you imagine the payday Judas could have gotten because he's keeping the money? So Judas is mad. He's like, man, I missed out. That was a payday I should have had. So you want to know what? I need another one. I need to look for an opportunity. And this is what it says in Luke 22, verses 3 through 6. It says, Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when there was no crowd present. And so here we see Judas couldn't get his payday with this perfume. So what does he do? He decides to get his payday with Jesus for whatever reason that he just decided enough was enough. Now it does say in here that Satan entered Jesus. That he was prompted not by a spirit of goodwill, but a spirit of evil. So it makes me have to wonder, how many times does that happen to us? That we are not prompted with a spirit of goodwill, but we are prompted with a spirit of evil and we betray Jesus ourselves. That we call ourselves followers, that we've even been following him for years. And then all of a sudden we act out of character. That we act in a way that would betray the one who gave us all. So as we sit and we think about that, I just want you to join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord, you give us this beautiful story. This beautiful story of this woman who gives it all to you. Again, we see this kind of story. Where a woman would come and give her your future. And so Lord... I just ask that you would help us appreciate such a trust, such a trust that maybe we don't have ourselves yet. And But Lord, I pray that you would help us develop a trust that trusts you with everything that we have. But Lord God, I also have to wonder how many of us are like Judas, how many of us get sick and tired, sick and tired of not getting what we think we deserve, not getting what we think that we want. And so what do we do? We get filled with a spirit of evil. Instead of a spirit of goodwill that would see the good in others, in the work of others, we get jealous. 
we want and we deceive to get what we think that we need and so we end up betraying you we say we are your followers we have apparently followed you even for years and yet we do something despicable we do something that is undeniably evil and we betray you lord god would you reveal into our hearts if we have a spirit of evil if we have a spirit that would betray you would you show us would you enlighten us would you convict us and would you destroy that spirit so that we may continue to follow you and follow you faithfully lord god i pray all these things in jesus name amen thank you so much for joining me and i look forward to next time please visit my website five minutefever.com so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode And so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.